The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Good morning, everyone. This is the Cultural Pittsfield Radio Show. We're so happy to be on WTBR 89.7 FM. My name is Jen Glockner. I'm the director of the Office of Cultural Development for the wonderful city of Pittsfield. And this week, we're so happy to have the relatively new executive director from the Berkshire Museum on the program, Kim Bush Tomio. You have been officially in the role for a few months. Well, I started at the end of August. Oh, it feels... Six yeah, it feels I had the fall in my head, but time is very strange these days, yes. post COVID, during COVID. I think things happened like two years ago and it was five years ago. So <laughs> don't don't ask me for time relevances at all. So t- Kim is the executive director at the Berkshire Museum, who is, of course, an amazing cultural partner for the city of Pittsfield. And there's a lot, this is perfect timing to have you on because there's tons happening at the museum kicking off February 4th and beyond. Yes, we do have a lot of activities that had been set up for the spring and getting ready for our 10 days of play and some other things that have been happening for years. And uh, the first thing that's opening is uh, this weekend on February 4th uh, is the uh, Storyland and uh, the book of the uh, Art of Storytelling which is uh, a themed, a themed uh, group of, uh, of experiences that will include a, an incredible art exhibit of a, over 140 works wow. that represent um, original illustrations of children's books starting from the early part of the 20th century through, uh, you know, the, tw- the 20, our, our most current century. 21st century uh, and has we have like Beatrix Potter drawings and uh, you know uh, the drawings for the Dr. Seuss books and all sorts of other things so Babar's Museum of Art and you're Duke even Jane. incorporating some local uh, authors Ty we Allen are. Jackson yes. the Super Dupa Kid yep. is a part of it it's called the Art of Storytelling, Celebrating Illustration and Literature, opens February 4th at the Berkshire Museum, goes through April 30th. The thing I love about the Berkshire Museum is if you can't make it to the first weekend or even the second weekend, the exhibits are up for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. So they give yes. you time yes. to go. And if you go and love it, then it gives you time to return <laughs> exactly. and look at it again. Exactly. This is a very important thing in the world of families and craziness. Um, lots of time to view the exhibit. So this um, beautiful postcard that I received Mm -hmm. in the mail has the illustrations that Kim is speaking of and a little blurb that says, see original drawings from classic children's stories as well as the work of author Ty Allen Jackson. Experience the wonder of books coming to life and discover the art of storytelling. So the opening day is Saturday, February 4th, starting at 10 a.m. and you can create your own storytelling art. And then there's educator-led arts and crafts activities throughout the exhibit. Of course, all of this stuff that we're going to be talking about is on the Berkshire Museum website, berkshiremuseum.org, berkshiremuseum.org. We are talking to Kim Bush Tomio, who is the executive director of the Berkshire Museum. 
August, I had fall, which August is early fall, late summer. No, so it's no. been, okay, I know that fights me. We fight about the weather. We're recording this on February 1st, which is very exciting that we flipped the calendar to February. So let's just ha- say a little celebration about February being here. For sure, we're onward and upward. The days are getting longer. The sun is shining more, hopefully. So we're headed into February with lots happening at the Berkshire Museum. But I think it's awesome, Kim, that you came to Pittsfield and the Berkshires at a great timing. There's a couple of other new, there's the new artistic director at Barrington Stage Company. There's a new executive director at Hancock Shaker Village. So there's some new energy in Pittsfield and the Berkshires, which is awesome. We were talking off air a little bit before here that before we started that you are exploring the Berkshires and all of the art and culture. There is so much here. I had absolutely no idea when I applied. I was really more interested in the museum and its very unusual, you know, um, history. Uh, it's collecting uh, strategies. The fact that there's an aquarium at the museum, which is very unusual, mm-hmm. uh, it just all of it just enticed me to start looking around the the whole area. And of course, the beauty of the Berkshires is something that. You can't escape. It's fantastic. Even when winter started coming on and the trees were losing their leaves and then it was gray. It was so spectacular and dramatic. But as as I've as I've had time to get my feet on the ground and start exploring, there are there are just more things than I imagined in the area. Uh, just the walking trails, the lakes, and then going to Williamstown, to the Clark, to the Williams College Museum. Uh, um, my husband's particularly happy about the pastisserie in Lenox. Oh, yes. And uh, so we spent a lot of time going the back food, and forth. The art of food and drink is also it's there's something nice. to be said for that in the Berkshires, mm-hmm. too. Yes. And Pittsfield is opening all of these amazing ethnic restaurants. There is now an African restaurant, a Brazilian restaurant, a Latina market and restaurant, Colombian, of course, with La Fogata, and those owners opened Tito's, reopened Tito's with the Colombian flair. The ethnicity of the restaurants in Pittsfield alone Mm -hmm. is mind-blowing if you Mm -hmm. say it out loud. So it's a great tour of the food. We were talking about going around the world in food right Which in Pittsfield and the Berkshires. would be a great program for the Berkshire Museum. We could have a food, we could have a day of international food, you know, where people can come in and we have invite these restaurants and people to come and have right, pick up good. food. We've done it before at my previous museum and it was super popular. And we just would take the large space that we have for us would be the crane room mm-hmm. or one of, you know, one of the big empty galleries if we have one and just have people set up and have, you know, they, they you can go and taste African food or that's food from the so Caribbean good. or food from somewhere else. So that's something I'm I'm percolating in my head and working with the staff on that idea uh, for, for a future, you know, um, like a partnership with, with the different different towns around here and yes. the restaurants and the different ethnic, ethnic uh, 
opportunities for as far as the food tasting. Yes, I it's, think that'd be fun. It's very uh, just when you say it out loud and talk about it, you're saying, "Wow, there's all this food right yes. in Pittsfield and yes. the Berkshires." Yes. And a huge congratulations out to Hot Plate Brewing. Mm-hmm. That is a new oh. brewing company that is opening in Pittsfield. They are officially opening to the public on February second. So Not go tomorrow. check them out. By the time this airs, you will be able to go to Hot Plate and check them out. They're right off of North Street on School Street. You enter the building. It's the Anoda building on the side of School Street. And Mike and Sarah have been just working their tails off to make this happen. So we congratulate them for finally being open and be able to serve beers to the public. And they're also going to have ciders, wine, and non-alcoholic options too. So there's something for everyone. It's a, a great thing. But Always, no matter who we're talking to, we start talking about food and drink. (laughs) No matter what the subject is, because we, you know, it's almost lunchtime. We record this at 1030, which isn't really almost lunchtime, but we're always hungry. So we always turn to food it feels oh, like always, so yeah. funny once again this is the cultural pittsfield radio show we're so happy to be on wtbr 89.7 fm we have bev prentice operating the board always thank you to bev for that and kim bush tomio the new executive director at the berkshire museum she has been here since august so i will stop saying new but um <laughs> kim is here talking all about the berkshire museum and um the upcoming exhibitions we at the office of cultural development are always so excited to partner with the Berkshire Museum for the 10 by 10 Upstreet Arts Festival, which is happening February 16th through the 26th. And we, on the next episode coming up in the coming weeks, we'll talk, get into this deeper about the day-by-day events. But we can talk about the museum is doing the 10 Days of Play, mm-hmm. which is an ongoing exhibit that we are so thankful every year that it happens that kicks off around the same time oh yes good you have a flyer i love this thank you february 17th through february 26th um there are amazing daily play areas the big bubble bonanza with jeff boyer so lots of special events throughout the 10 by 10 festival records and burpee zoo show wednesday february 22nd all of this is also happening during the main exhibition which is opening february 4th the art of storytelling Mm -hmm. so we're so excited always for the berkshire Mm -hmm. museum to partner with us for that 10 days of play and of course we'll probably talk more about this as it comes as it gets closer the 10 by 10 real art party happens at the berkshire museum as well yes and they are also you are also hosting the berkshire's jazz concert so the museum is a huge collaborator mm-hmm. for the 10 by 10 Upstreet Arts Festival, yes. which we're very, very thankful for. And you have a list of other happenings there at the museum? Well, with along with the, um, you know, the, the 10 by 10 Real Art Party, of course, is the, the, the great party it itself happens February 23rd. Um, and then we will be doing... Um, a a screening for Oscar-nominated short films and animation Mm -hmm. at the museum in our little theater. And that's on uh, March 3rd from 7 um, p.m. to 8.30 and March 4th from 2 o'clock in the afternoon to 3.30. And those apparently are very popular. I have not been able to be here for that, but I'm I'm looking forward to that. 
March 4th, we're having a night out scavenger hunt for, for adults. It would be really fun. That is fun. So they you used to do that for kids. And then I think the parents were like, hey, why don't you do this for adults? And then you did. I love that. The museum often listens to its members yeah, and yeah. suggestions. So that one, the scavenger hunt, what, day, what night is that? That is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, it is March 4th. And it's adult uh, scavenger It's, it's hunt. really, cool. yeah, it's geared for adults. It's 5.30 to uh, 7.30. Um, and the, the tagline is rediscover your childhood wonder in the art of storytelling exhibitions. Enjoy drinks or d'oeuvres while exploring the museum on a themed scavenger hunt. So it's really for, because of the, uh, the type of, uh, uh, of, of um, refreshments being served. It's really geared for adults. But yes. it's still kiddies. It's it's kind of childlike, yeah. <laughs> it's childlike. And I guess I, I, I failed to mention that the Oscar-nominated short films um, live action is also happening in the Little Theater on March 10th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and March 11th from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Those so are very nine. popular. I think I went to one a few years back, and um, I think they're underrated or under not as well known as the Oscar nominations that you know, but when, then you, when right. you watch the short films... They're also they're amazing, wonderful. Yeah, they're amazing, um, and I love it that they have these available for the public to see without having to to necessarily have to get on like Netflix or something mm-hmm. and pay for and it. And pay so. ten ninety nine for yeah. one short film, which only lasts so much. Yeah, right, so right. it's definitely a benefit. All of this stuff is happening at the Berkshire Museum. This, um, of course, the the events that we're talking about are on the Berkshire Museum's mm-hmm. website, Berkshire Museum dot org berkshire museum dot org we are talking to kim bush tomio the executive director for the berkshire museum about all of the happenings at the berkshire museum you know there used to be an in season and a quote-unquote off season and there's no longer that in the berkshires i feel like in pittsfield because everything is in season i mean in the winter we do the 10 by 10 upstreet arts festival we have skiing we have all of the outdoor recreation that you spoke of in the bucolic Berkshires. And then we have all of these things happening at the museum during the winter. This is awesome. There's always something to do. As I've been telling people, I got here as fast as I could. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's a really wonderful environment. And it's very, it's very um, human, uh, human-based and, and response-based to me and to, to n- learn about people and the history of this place it's just incredible it is human based i like that uh, Mm -hmm. phrase where did you move from i was working at the asian art museum in san francisco for 10 years Mm -hmm. and she uh, left the war (laughs) and the earthquake you know the 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 threat of earthquakes yeah that's the part that Um, is good to leave uh, it was it was a great experience i was living in the city of san francisco for a few years and then and eventually moved to the north bay um and and to and bought a house in Vallejo, uh, California, which is the tip at the tip of the bay. So there's still ferry service from Vallejo to San Francisco, oh. so I could commute by ferry, but also at the at the mouth of the Napa Valley. Oh. So we were so really close lovely. to all of that. Yes. Again, we're beautiful. back to food and wine. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, of course. <laughs> It is very beautiful out there. It was really quite stunning. And also Vallejo has a lot of history. It was it was where Robert Louis Stevenson spent his honeymoon when he married this woman from San Francisco and then they they went up to Mount St. Helens and stayed for a few weeks in an old abandoned silver mine oh. bunk bunk um, bunker and he wrote this story called um 
uh, oh gosh, it was about it was about his adventures in that in the Napa Valley, and he was the first person to write about the viviculture in the U.S. in that area um, because he wrote about the wines that he experienced oh, when he was there. See? It's just a lot of historic history, history there. Yes. So you move from West Coast history to Berkshire history, which the Berkshire oh Museum gosh. does so well, does such a good job at promoting the local history in the Berkshires, but also bringing in outside history and more education as appropriate as yeah. it collaborates appropriately with the local history. Yeah. So uh, that was a good fit. How how um, how has your transition been to the Berkshires? Well, it's been it's been very uh, in some ways frantic because I jumped in with both feet <laughs> into the deep end of the, the pool, and we are we were already in the midst of a redesign for the aquarium, um, uh, expanding the the current aquarium and bringing it up to the first floor. Of the oh, building. tell us about that. Can you talk about yes, that? Yes, the aquarium um, ha- having being a museum with an aquarium is quite unique, and so I've started started thinking about the tagline for the museum for getting the news out it's like the Berkshire Museum and Aquarium Mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't know when they come in necessarily that there is an aquarium unless they've done their research Mm -hmm. online and they go down to the current aquarium and they think it's just it's it's like a experience of wonder Mm -hmm. it's just so amazing but the aquarium the whole history of the aquarium itself is really interesting. It was never part of the mission or the concept of the museum that Zenas Crane had imagined. It it happened uh, spontaneously um, in the 1970s, maybe, or 80s. Somebody on staff had an aquarium in their office, and then they put in another aquarium. And it was close to where the education classes were, and so the, the children who were coming in to have their, their on-site program would love these aquariums and Mm -hmm. so it just kept expanding and in fact I found out they had a live armadillo that used to live in near the classroom (laughs) in the side the building I think her name was Alice and they would you know she was everyone loved Alice the armadillo and uh, (laughs) anyway so this this aquarium just kept growing and then one day they just decided to make it a regular destination and they took some area in the lower level part of the building and had st- their stairways that went down and you could follow this these these turtles on the floor mm-hmm. and get to this space when they have about um, maybe they have 30 aquariums right now with a variety of animals it's oh. wild it's so cool yeah. my kids are now 14 but we used to go there we'd go there for the feeding of the turtles you could feed mm-hmm. the turtles lettuce there's snakes there's fish really cool fish that are swimming around I agree that it's kind of a hidden gem of it the is. Berkshire Museum so you're hoping to move it Upstairs. Yes. Uh, we will be um, removing the current little theater. Um, so if anybody has really sweet thoughts about that theater and its history, continue to keep those to your heart because it did, it was a wonderful It served part us of the well. Bill. Yeah. It served but it has over well. the years, uh, it, it would need major renovation to continue using it. And we find that as far as regular movie screenings and other uses, it's just not as much as it used to be in the past. So the aquarium has become a central focus for the immersive experience at the museum. I'm really surprised because I thought when everybody mentions the aquarium, it was one great big aquarium. It's pretty small. (laughs) It is really small, but it's also... Yeah, it's broken up into little fish tanks and little housing areas Mm -hmm. for these amphibians and beyond. 
course, so, they wouldn't like being with each other, probably. Uh, there, I think there's a reason why they have them separated into the different spaces because of the feeding, the feeding um, and care behind the scenes is really specific to those uh, animals. So this this concept of the expanded museum um, aquarium is going to be a central part of the museum's re, um, revitalization as far as its facility. There had been a lot of work that was done for them to bring the museum up to a better building. Um, you know, the, the just the HVAC system and the mm-hmm. security system and the galleries and putting in an elevator, those, thing, uh, those things, several years ago. This is, we're now working on the last phase of that, that ambitious, you know, forward-thinking, uh, you know, project to get the museum stabilized in good shape for the mm-hmm. public to enjoy for many more generations. So this, this aquarium will then be, um, situated where the auditorium is now, which is a much larger space, a big open space. And it's right there. You walk in It'll and you're th- going to know it's there yeah. instead of going down to the basement and saying, wow, here it is. Yeah, there'll be three different entrances into that space. So it's going to be like uh, if you're going through the museum on the left, you you could pop into the aquarium and pop out on the other side, for instance, into a different gallery. So it's going to be really cool, I think. And it it will also have more room in the center so we could have even small lectures or gatherings inside the aquarium uh evening events we could rent the aquarium for an evening event for a dinner in the aquarium they do that at the boston aquarium yeah and it's very so that concept that's a pretty amazing aquarium yeah that's a pretty that concept is is awesome. So, what is the hopeful timeline of the moving of the aquarium? We're still working with our designer and our our architects on that. We don't have a specific date of when that would say be finished and reopened. But what we're planning to do, hopefully, is perhaps start our project um, like in September, because uh, we're trying not to interfere with the summer camps and the other things that mm-hmm. we're doing, and and make sure that uh, people in the, the that's the uh, the, the schools and everyone that uses us for the summer and whatever are we've gotten through that um, and then hopefully we can keep the museum open um, we may have to close a section of it to get started yeah but we're our timeline is pretty much 18 months from there that is probably what we're looking at that's that's our ambitious so goal. So end of 2024 beginning of 2025 yeah. ish yeah hopefully well, not much longer exciting. than that that's it, awesome. So that'll mm-hmm. be really cool. Yeah, that's a good... I'm calling it the jewel in the crown because it is the, the way the design is unfolding. It looks almost like a jewel, jewel jewelry box. It's a beautiful, darkened, you know, um, immersive experience with glowing, you know, larger fish tanks. That's, um, and uh, we're thinking of even putting like some live a video cam on some of the fish tanks and doing that on our website. Recently, our seahorses produced a lot of babies. Um, yes, That's and so very it exciting was and would be fun to cool see to have knowing webcam. that they're about to be born to have it maybe live feed mm-hmm. or something. So there's a lot of ideas our aquarium staff and our education staff are thinking mm-hmm. of. That's very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Once again, this is the Cultural Pittsfield Radio Show. We're so happy to be on WTBR 89.7 FM. My name is Jen Glockner. I'm the Director of the Office of Cultural Development for the City of Pittsfield. We have Kim Bush Tomio on the program this week, the Executive Director of the Berkshire Museum and we were just chatting about the renovations and the moving of the aquarium at the Berkshire Museum. 
to a 18 month to two year process once it begins. So a couple years away from now, mm -hmm. but the vision and the idea is very exciting. Yes. It's going to so, be really good. Yay. And I do believe that the aquarium is one of the coolest things in the museum. And people don't know about it. Some people don't know about it until you get there and mm -hmm. go downstairs. So lots happening at the Berkshire Museum always. The art of storytelling is opening on February 4th and going through April 30th. The opening day is Saturday, February 4th. But again, we appreciate the museum because it keeps exhibits up for a few months. So if you can't see it right away, you can see it throughout the months until April 30th. What is the save the date Saturday, March 4th, a special night out at the museum event? That's the um, that would be the scavenger hunt, I believe. Ooh, yeah. Yes, so I that, think you're right. Yeah, that is for um Mostly adults. It was, it's geared for adults with the hors d'oeuvres and drinks. Um, we were talking. Dark in this gallery and you get flashlights. We were talking about the flashlight scavenger hunt. So it started, I remember my kids were interested in it years yeah. ago. And adults, I think there were adults that said, wow, this sounds really cool. They loved it. It's yes, actually safer it. for adults, let's just say. Some of the kids <laughs> than the flashlights. We don't want to be in charge of what you're, where you're going. So adults feel, it feels like it might be a safer adult themed event. So this uh, March 4th event is an adult scavenger hunt with flashlights, mm -hmm. part of the Art of Storytelling exhibit, which is up through April 30th. And the, I love the Art of Storytelling. It's celebrating illustration and literature, childhood classics, 100 years of original illustration, um, featuring Beatrix Potter, which of course we know those, that's very famous, but also the local author Ty Allen Jackson is featured. Storyland, a trip through childhood favorites. So mm -hmm. a lot of nostalgia mm -hmm. walking through this mm -hmm. exhibit for sure. It's, it is really a good exhibit for both adults and children. And then accompanying the, the, the illustrations, the, um, the artwork itself, the, that exhibition will be some reading nooks that are in the exhibition itself so that um, parents and their children or, or caretakers and their, their the children they're with can sit down with pick out a book and just have a little readout you know together oh that's lovely on bean yeah. bags or chairs or other things and then adjacent to that gallery would be a, a, a an interactive uh, exhibition that we borrowed to just to act, um, highlight that just the literacy that the uh, I'm sorry, that's my phone. It won't stop. I <laughs> oh, can't you know what make that, that is? Stop. It's announcing <laughs> Tom Brady's retirement again. Are you no, kidding? I know. He Tom is Brady's good, retiring. Oh, my good. gosh. He's retired for good, quote, oh, unquote. That's, that, that was at ESPN, I think, or some that's sports NFL. related. Oh, NFL. Thank yeah, you. I can't make it stop. My son, <laughs> my 14-year-old son's phone does that, Bev. Does it really? Yeah, so you're, co you're comparing your, your phone noises are the same as a 14-year-old boy. Does oh, he try to stop it? Well, I think he knows how to turn off the notifications. Would you like me to bring him in here and show you, you how to do turn need younger people to turn off? I, do. I would like to know. Yeah, how I will help you when we're done with this. So Tom Brady is officially retired. We got that notification earlier, and that must be related. Did to you? That. Are you going to watch that movie Eighty for Brady? Oh yeah, sure. I really, I, I can't wait to see. <laughs> I that. mean, I love Sally Field, and I think um, they're, they're a great yeah, group. It's going to be. Sounds, how can that movie not be? And fun? he's in it. Yeah, and he's in it, and Rob Gronkowski is in it. <laughs> And Guy Fierro, the um, 
the chef is in it. And so I think it's going to just be fun. I think it's going to be really yeah. fun. We will definitely watch it. Lots of lots of fun. Should I talk about a Storyland, a trip through childhood favorites, which is the three-dimensional component? Oh, sure. Okay. All right. So in, in addition to the, the, the beautiful illustrations, 150, almost 150 illustrate, illustrated works by various um, artists who worked with, the, with stories like Babar and, um, and Madeline and all of these other um, authors, there's also something called Storyland, A Trip Through Childhood Favorites. And it it's actually takes picture book illustrations and they turned them into three-dimensional play and learning environments. This is a traveling exhibition we found when we were looking at this other exhibition and thought it'd be a great component. Very cool. Um, it highlights the six major literacy and development areas as defined by the Public Library Association and Association for Library Services for Children, and at, which is print motivation, print awareness, letter knowledge, sound awareness, so it does have sounds uh, in it that they can choose, vocabulary and narrative skills and comprehension. And so this is something that um, kids can do by themselves, but also parents are expected to participate in some of the activities with the kids. Yeah, that's very interactive. So it's an interactive component to the art of storytelling exhibit. And it it can be very young children. <clears throat> Excuse me. It could be very young children, like you know, one years of age or whatever, up through you know, uh, older older kids. But it's just a great way to support children's literacy development through practical suggestions and increases awareness for opportunities for early literacy learning, and it also encourages adults and children to spend time together exploring. That's books. exciting. Yeah. The interactive component is always a good one to yeah. add to any exhibit exhibition that you're doing so the art of storytelling is opening february 4th and it will run through april 30th Mm -hmm. at the berkshire museum this is one of many many events happening at the berkshire museum including 10 by 10 events that we will talk about in upcoming programs that is the february 20 february 16th through the 26th february 16th through the 26th we'll talk a lot about that in upcoming programs we are so happy we had Kim Bush Tomio on the program, the executive director of the Berkshire Museum. It was lovely talking to oh, you. so nice to meet you. Yeah, Thank you so much. And welcome. Yeah. And we're happy you're here. And we'll continue exploring the Berkshire Museum and beyond in the coming months. We're going to get off the air and help Bev with her notifications <laughs> on her phone. <laughs> Bev, thanks always for running the board. Have a good week, everyone.